Damn it, Nick. I love being on here with you guys, Nick and Joe. I really appreciate it. Literally too long didn't read. TLDR, you guys are awesome. This yeah, might maybe. be a great time to tell you, you, your head looks fucking stupid with the green screen. It's getting cut out there. Something's look, going on. Your green screens, your hat, your head is getting all cut out. That's my, I have a black hat on. I know, but part of it's getting cut out with the green screens. Drive me nuts. Go oh, back. my head. Yeah, my headphones keeps are getting disappearing. Cut yeah, it keeps getting disappearing. Thankfully, we're this primarily gonna, audio. This is going to drive me bananas. Joe's not anal gentlemen, Boys and girls, listeners of all ages. I just realized, too, I probably shouldn't swear leading up to this and then say for listeners of all ages. <laughs> Geeks Worldwide Radio, the Dork Share Universe, proudly presents you the greatest, and I mean the greatest, podcasting team in the world. He's the headless horseman fry guy, Nick Fryer. I'm your friendly neighborhood backcracker, Dr. Joe. And together we are the TLDR Comic Book Club Podcast. Nicholas, how you doing, my friend? Uh, do you always throw podcast at the end of that no you know you said baby at the end of it that's oh yeah baby yeah you know i was i'm just going with it you know it was uh, just it it just threw me off i I don't lose today you know i don't i i didn't hear the right thing beforehand i don't know what to fucking say (laughs) i don't know what to do with my hands car felt like a like a spaceship handle real good and uh i shouldn't do my hands right now um but yes um things are uh, i am good joe uh, quick reminder for everybody, uh, if you haven't already subscribed to one of our audio channels, because that way you won't have to deal with seeing my head apparently being all thrown off by my green screen. And you can just listen to the salt, our sultry voices. Um, yeah, baby. And that is also the only place you're going to find our Friarside chats. We don't have one for you this week, but you never know when they're coming up. Uh, they could pop up out of nowhere, even on us, quite honestly. Um, we always got to make it work and got to pivot. So make sure you subscribe to our audio channels. It's Apple, Spotify. Geeks Worldwide Radio, SoundCloud, Amazon, uh, all the uh, Pocket Cast, all the, the major podcasting platforms. And if you're finding us on Twitter or YouTube or Doc's Twitch stream, make sure that uh, if you can't find one of our audio channels where you listen to your podcast, let us know. We'll make sure we take care of it. And wherever you listen to podcasts, leave a, uh, the highest rating review possible. It's five stars on Apple. Anything less, you're going to learn the real meaning of Backcracker, and you do not want to go and see, be on Dr. Joe's table. I can promise you that right well, now. Well, you want to be on my table, <laughs> okay? But you want to be on my table, okay? And uh, you want to make sure you bring your copay and know what your deductible is, but you, you sure as hell want to be there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you don't want to be on my grudge list. That's the oh, oh, oh my mistake. Pick. I'm so yeah. sorry. I got it confused there. My bad. Um, but um, I guess I got confused. <laughs> before we get into catching up and kick off the November solicit, which we are doing a little bit delayed, but we wanted to end October on a spooky note because we got so many horror books out of our system after last year. I think kind of being inundated with interviews throughout the month of October. Um, before we get to that. Joe, you had one thing that you want to touch on, and so did I, but you go ahead first. Yeah, Pluto dropped on Netflix. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So we talked okay. about I talked about that when we had Shime on for our um our most recent manga madness um issue. And I've only I've only had a chance to watch the first episode. Uh, but it's excellent. Absolutely excellent. It if you've read the book, uh, it follows it very closely. It had, you know, at least so far what I've seen in the first issue, uh, first episode. It hasn't like deviated, you know, it's it's been sort of cut perfectly because it's a it's a fairly large series. So to squeeze it into seven, eight episodes uh, is tough, but they've 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 so far done a really great job. So I'm looking forward to this. So I highly recommend uh, if you haven't read it, uh, give it a watch. I, it's a great story. You'll absolutely love it. 
Nice. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll add that to uh, my watches. I got the, that's on my reading list too. Um, but I am definitely backed up with a lot of stuff. I don't think you're the kind of doctor that can necessarily help me with that though. No, um, no, no. You're going to need a, a plunger and some, <laughs> so, some, some soda water, you know, but what ha I have been helped with is as you mentioned, finding, you know, interesting things to watch, especially animated stuff out there. Uh, one of our listeners, uh, Nathan actually reached out to us in our DMS a, a little while back I think this was before my wedding, actually. And he was like, you got to get on Vox Machina. I said, after, you know, wedding and everything, I'll have more time, which I do. Thank God. I absolutely crushed Vox Machina, the two seasons. It's so damn good. Like, if you like high fantasy stuff, you absolutely have to check this thing out. And there are comics, too. So I will be checking that out and seeing how everything was done over there. I, From the looks of it, it seems like those would have come out all before the show. Um, but that's all like from the critical role world and everything, which I'm not you know immensely familiar with, but I absolutely love the show. So if you like high fantasy, if you like animation, go check out Vox Machina. It's got great action and it is a lot of fun. So if you're listening to this when the podcast drops and you don't hear a, a garbled mess, send Nick a message uh, or tweet at him. Let him know he's did a great job with his editing skills because <laughs> that was a, that was a wild 30 seconds there. Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> But I got you. Still? I got you. No, no, you're Still? good now. You're good now. Oh, you're good okay. now. You know, what just throwing that disclaimer in there because I, I want people to heat praise on you if they don't notice it. Like, what, what is Doc talking about? He, he sounds like an idiot. You know, what 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 mm. snafu in there? Be like, well, Nick did a good job editing for once. Uh, <laughs> for once. <laughs> I'll remember that next time. That, you bastard. All right. What have you been catching up on? Oh, like I haven't been thrown under the bus already. Oh, it's uh, very true. It's payback. Uh, you're, you're a KLC Press blacklist. Oh, God damn it. Uh, well, that's what I get for back in my chip. You know, I just that's how that's how the cookie crumbles. Uh, so I I have a, I, I'm so mad because I had like every intention to do some catching up. I've got, you know, big game, uh, kill more, uh, a, a mother Russia. So I got a couple books here. Plus, a, um, a number Can one. Can you talk into the mic? What is going on today? What Sorry, I was leaning, I was leaning away from it. it. You know, it's it's a goddamn shit show today. But I've had, I, I've got a huge stack I want to catch up on. I didn't get a chance, but the one book I did read uh, was Dan Panosian's um, Savage Red Sonia. Ooh, yeah. So uh, I I got into uh, Red Sonia reading uh, Mirka Andolfo's run, which was absolutely fantastic. And then she did a little spinoff, Red Sonia Red Mother, which was also wonderful. And and so reading Dan's story, I, I came to the realization I fucking love this character, and not for the the set of obvious reasons, um, but like I love just her character in general. She is a vicious, ferocious badass, and when written well, as as Mirka did, and now as Dan is doing, um, I I absolutely enjoyed this. And I have like I know Red Sonja's been a character for for a very very long time, and I actually prefer her over Conan the Barbarian, to be honest with you um so like if you've never if you're like me and you've never read you know red sonia uh before uh give give this book a chance go give it a read i think you'll love it i mean dan's writing is is always fantastic and the artwork i can't remember who the artist is on this book uh but it's tremendous it's a great first issue it, it pulls you right in uh it's a great fantasy story so you know i i highly recommend it uh, I think it's Alicio Patillo is yes, the, yes. the artist on this series. Yeah, and I checked it out, too. I had, I had a lot of fun with it. And I, this is the first ever Red Sonja thing that I've read in my entire life. So yeah. um, if you've never read Red Sonja, like, you can pick this up. And, yeah, I think she's been around 
since the seventies, if I'm not mistaken, Joe. Then um, there's no shortage of like red Co Sonia, red, almost a red Conan, red Sonia stories um, out there. Like they, they constantly putting out a ton of stuff. She's obviously one of the big money makers over at Dynamite, who of course brought us the boys as well. Um, for me, so uh, Red Sonia was one that I did uh, catch up on because we don't get review copies for that. I finally read Predator versus Wolverine one. I've had that sitting like towards the top of my stack, but it kind of kept getting pushed down and it was fun. I really enjoyed it. Uh, obviously, ben, our friend of the show, Ben Percy, is writing that. And uh, I mean, I've, he does an outstanding job writing Wolverine. And I really, really like what he did with the narration here with Logan. Yep. So um, it's going to be one of those episodes, like folks. Wolverine at all. Are you It's okay. Me? Just keep rolling with it, baby. You, we just roll with it. Are you? No. <sighs> no, this is freaking maddening. I'm going to lose my freaking mind. There's no reason this should be happening. I'm on a better computer, supposedly, now. Did you, did you um, pay your internet and, bill? Dude, I don't know what's going on with my internet. It's so stupid. Like, I... Never used yeah. to have this this problem. I, I no, I don't cheap out on the internet either. Like because because we do this stuff, and I had to. Oh, thank God I haven't done. Is your wife doing anything. work right now? No, no, she's watching a show. There's no, there's no way I do this all the time. Yeah, it's, there's, yeah, there's no way that this should be happening. It's I amateur hour on, on TLDR. I'll tell you what though. On, on a positive note, my uh, internet bill had skyrocketed to like 180 bucks a month. Guess who? Guess uh, who talked him down to 90 bucks a month? This guy. Oh wow! Look yeah. at you. Yeah, they're like, well, we can we can give you twenty dollars off uh, for a, you know a loyalty a customer loyalty thing, and I go, uh, how about I'm looking at FiOS right now, and I can get all the services you're giving me plus more for ninety five dollars a month, and they came back and offered me ninety dollars a month. <laughs> wow, look at that! Well done, sir. I got to take a page out of that book. Uh, but yeah, Predator versus Wolverine issue one. Check it out if you like Wolverine or you like Predator. It's a fun time. Um, the one that I really wanted to dig into a little bit, though, was Midnight Show issue two. Uh, this is my friend of the show, Cullen Bunn. This is from Dark Horse. And it kind of set the stage for the world that we're walking into. And it is like it's supposed to be set very much in our world. So kind of like a, but still obviously very much fantasy. We're dealing with the classic horror monsters who just by and large, it seems like they're kind of having a little bit of a renaissance. We're talking Dracula, Wolfman, Mummy, all that kind of stuff. And the, the first issue I was in, I was interested, especially with the way things ended. And in the way it ended, it was basically setting up for things to kind of go batshit in this second issue and that absolutely happened i freaking loved what we got from from midnight show uh the midnight show issue two and on top of that it's not only does it go freaking crazy in this issue it's set it's a new character is introduced throughout the issue and then brought in to the mix like at the very end and now like that's that that's the next big thing to look forward to so colin bun not surprised that i i'm enjoying it but a really good start to love this that series. Love, love that, love that. This is this, this is right. a book that um, last week when we were going over, uh, or yeah, last week when we were watching, it was like, oh, midnight. Show. Oh, I completely forgot that it was written by Cullen Bunn. So I'm I'm glad you read it, um, and I'm glad you got dibs on so you could talk about it um, on the show. Um, so that's it for catching up. We're just gonna jump right in. So we're gonna combine what's new into our first week of the solicit here, uh, and just rip through some of these, Nick couple things I noticed when looking at the month ahead. November is a very weird month. Uh, in particular, this week, um, not a lot of titles uh, were dropped this week. You know, a very few number ones, uh, mm -hmm. which was 
I'm kind of thankful for because there was less, you know, typing I had to do. <laughs> but like the month in general, there's like there's not a ton that like is giving me pants tent city. There's a couple couple number ones dropping, but November seems like a very slow month, and maybe that's because we've got Thanksgiving in there. Um, I I don't know what's going on, but we'll we'll sort of discuss this as we we go on here. Mm-hmm. But um, and then uh, surprisingly. <laughs> And I'm thankful. Once again, I'm thankful. Light week from Marvel. Whenever there's less than 20 titles from Marvel, um, uh, I'm very pleased with that. And another little note here: I only, I'm only going to be mentioning the trade paperbacks they're dropping this week, uh, because you know, going forward when we do our what's new, we'll we'll, we'll mention the trades that are coming out that week. So I'm not going to get too far ahead with those. So I'll just stick with that uh, for for this week. So for the week of. Uh, November 8th, 2023, from Marvel, Nicholas. We have The Amazing Spider-Man, issue 37, X-Force, issue 46, X-Men Red, issue 17, a book that of which you've been very high on, mm-hmm. uh, Darth Vader, issue 40. Tremendous. Tremendous. Again, it's uh, 40 issues. Like, I, I, w- I was... I was stunned that I, I still am stunned at how long this series is going. Greg Pak has done an absolute uh, fantastic job with this series. I never would have imagined that this book would have gone 40 issues plus, uh, but I'm, I'm so glad that uh, it has because it's been excellent. Um, Uncanny Spider-Man issue three, Guardians of the Galaxy issue eight, uh, Star Wars, The High Republic, Shadows of Starlight issue two. Uh, we have Captain Marvel, Dark Tempest, and then a couple of trades real quick before we dive into a book that you want to discuss real quick. We have Punisher um, issue one. Um, this is. Uh... Yeah, I'm not checking this. One oh, out. sorry, 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 sorry. These are the number ones. I'm going to rattle off the number ones and then I'll get to the trades. Uh, we have Punisher issue one written by David uh, Pipos and art by Dave Walker. Uh, we have Thanos issue one written by Christopher Cantwell uh, with art by Luca uh, Pizarri, which I do. I think I will check out uh, at some point uh, by next week because uh, Thanos is a very interesting character. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Star Wars, the High Republic issue one written by Kevin Scott uh, with art by Ario um, Anadito and Jim Toe. Uh, we have a what if um you know, uh, series starting Dark Tomb of Dracula. This is written by Marv Wolfman. Very uh, ironic there uh, with art by <laughs> David Cutter. And then the trades that are coming out this week, we have Star Wars Scoundrels, Rebels and the Empire. Echo, the saga of Maya Lopez. That's very timely considering the show is about to drop. And uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, Volume 1, Grootfall. And then a number one, Nicholas, you would like to discuss. Yeah, Gods issue two. And the, the first issue of this got a ton of hype. Um, and I, I did really enjoy that first issue. I can't remember if, how much detail I talked about it on the show. Um, but some characters who I'm not immensely familiar with who are at the center of all this. Um, but we but there is Doctor Strange is in the mix, Doctor Voodoo, Wong. Um, but this is basically about the powers that be in the natural order of things, two different groups that are kind of like that have to they have control and oversee uh what goes on throughout the course of you know life the character win and then we got aiko maki aiko maki i believe is how you say her name but they are uh, ex-lovers and now they're kind of on opposite side of things win kind of has that like i hate saying this because it can be so easy to say and i say it too much i feel like but he has like a constantine kind of vibe to him um and that that brought me in right away when i was reading this and then as as i'm reading this i'm like 
where we see Strange and this guy kind of working together um, and kind of, I just, I feel like Strange and Constantine, if there was ever uh, a Marvel DC crossover, it makes obvious sense, obviously, because they're both, you know, they deal with the arts, the, the dark arts and everything. Um, but at the same time, like, I, I never have really thought like, oh, I need that. But I think it could work really well after reading uh, this issue of Gods as well. Uh, but then we see this other character get introduced with uh, through Ico, who is trying to set things up and trying to recover after this big c- catastrophe that happened in the first issue. And at first I was like, okay, what are they trying to do with this character? And I found it very interesting where we're taught where like the conversation of science versus magic, which is just over time continues to be a, like a more and more interesting conversation, at least to me, because science is supposed like magic is like essentially science that isn't explained yet. Um, so, it, but in this story, that's not necessarily the case. And I love that sort of stuff where it's like, it totally makes sense. Like from a logic standpoint, as much as I love magic and would like it to not always be easily explained in it, I think it's a challenging thing to justify that not being the case, but they kind of do that here. Um, and uh, I think Hickman's, you know, off to a, a good start with this series. Um, and Valero Shidi is the uh, is the artist on this one. Um, so yeah, God's issue two. I'm I'm sticking with it uh, through the first two issues, and definitely gonna be checking out the third one. Love that, love that, love that. All right, DC Comics this week we got Batman 139, which you are reading. Poison Ivy issue 16, which I am a little bit behind on. I will be uh, getting back on that. Then we got Shazam issue five. Birds of Prey, Issue 3, The Joker, The Man Who Stopped Laughing, Issue 12, Blue Beetle, Issue 3, Fire and Ice, Welcome to Smallville, Issue 3. And then we got a number one. We actually have two. uh, We got the return of a couple of titles uh, this month. We got Superman 78, The Metal Curtain, Issue 1 by Robert Vendetti and Gavin Guidry. We'll be seeing Batman uh, 89 make his return as well, uh, which we'll get to a little bit later. Are you interested in this? I forget if you read 78. Zero. Zero. zero i, re- I yeah. yeah it was yeah it's not my the these titles like the batman uh, 89 the superman 78 like i don't know they just they didn't grab me the first time around so very little interest in, in going back a second time got it um and then for trade paperbacks we got the sandman universe dead boy detectives uh we got catwoman volume three duchess of gotham and then we're finally getting uh batman reptilian which We've talked about it a little bit on here. Um, started off strong. Didn't really love the finish and fall through. Maybe that's why it took so long for this to get out. I don't know. But um, I was very high on it and then kind of let me down a little bit. Otherwise, it, it was trending to be a TLDR book and did not finish off that way. We'll leave it at that. I, I find it wild that it takes you know a company like DC. Like what goes into like producing their trades? Like why? Like it seems like with the with the with the indie publishers they get their trades out fairly quickly which is mm. great uh and granted marvel and dc they don't need to do it right it's not like they're strapped for cash but this book ended like over a year ago didn't it uh over a year ago for sure yeah well so why the hell did it take so long to get the trail good or bad like mm. you, you you put the book out you you either i bet you either if put it's the not... trade out or you don't like I bet if it's not good, I can see like ju- like from a logic standpoint, at least I feel like it makes sense to wait because there's like hope that the people who were reading it, who were saying I didn't love it or, or whatever, that that kind of conversation might die down, and then people can just casually be like, oh, I never yeah. read this. I don't they're know. probably yeah. yeah, they're probably just banking on people going, oh look, Garth Ennis, Batman, 
Jeez, yep. okay, oh, grab it, and then they'll be yeah. like, ah, fuck. Especially uh, with the the with Gen V, that's just wrapping up and yeah. everything to Garth Ennis yeah. and whatnot for that. So yeah, I could see a few different reasons, but I hear you. Like, you know, it'd be ideal if it didn't take forever with some of these to to get out there. Yeah, but um, okay. From image, so from image, uh, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong, Nicholas. This will be the last issue of the scorch 23 written by sean lewis our good friend yes. sean lewis so yes um uh, i'm looking forward to reading this one i'm really uh sort of crestfallen um bummed out that uh sean will no longer be uh, writing this uh, series because it's been excellent uh it really has um we have phantom road issue six written by jeff lemire this is kicking back up the new arc didn't get a chance to read it yet but um i can't wait to do so uh the dead lucky issue 10 um fantastic have you read it nicholas i did yeah, yeah excellent absolutely mm-hmm. excellent uh we have the enfield gang massacre issue four again another excellent issue knights number two which i believe is a series you're reading nicholas yep uh no uh, it's not a series i'm reading i don't know yeah i tell you mark this off for me before i didn't oh you know what? i think i got knights and um uh what's the other book that you read uh the midnight show confused in my head. ah gotcha that's why okay. yep 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 um star signs issue six which i've been reading which has been an excellent um uh series a couple trades real quick world tree uh go get that read it it's mm-hmm. fucking fantastic yes, uh sir. same thing if you haven't uh, if you're if you fell behind on noctera um volume three dropped go out and read that um two books we want to discuss nicholas uh you kick us off yeah so um midlife or how to be how to hero at 50 issue two uh, is out this week, and uh, this is by Brian. And I always feel like I'm, I'm butchering his first, his last name, and I apologize if I am uh, Bucalato. Um, and this is drawn by Stefano Simone with letters by none other than Hassan Osman Alao, who is just everywhere these days, uh, and understandably so. I so that the first issue was all about developing this main character, and it like reflecting on it afterwards, it really hit me like how this this story could really impact a lot of like lifelong comic book readers and i i really enjoyed it and then like at the end you get this major development it's kind of like okay this is where what what we're going to be experiencing um going forward with this character and we explore that discovery at the end of that issue in the second one but then on top of that then we get another layer that's added at the end of in the which we get a layer added in the middle of this issue and then a larger layer a more significant layer gets added at the very end where it seems like, Oh, this could go and be a good thing. It's like, Oh, not necessarily. Um, And there's, so there's, there's a few different things going on in this issue. I really enjoyed it. I think this is one of those where there's a a lot going on with not just the main character, but his, his two best friends, lifelong best friends here. And this is one that like, this was the first book that I read of this week for review copies um yes. because i was very interested to see like where things go after like the conclusion of of last issue it seemed like that was just like all right we're gonna give you a little taste and then we're gonna explore all that here and we did that so absolutely delivered um i do have dibs on this book so i'm very excited to, to see what uh, the third issue turns into as well i oh, love that uh love that absolutely fantastic so there was a number one that dropped out oh, uh, that yeah. dropped this week uh that i read and uh i'm gonna call dibs on Ooh. and uh so this is petrol head issue one written by rob williams uh with art by uh pi par and again like i always try like we both 
try to read the number ones that come out, whether it's image, boom, it, whatever it is, we want to read the, you know, the number ones. Cause I think those, are, especially for those that watch and listen, um, who enjoy the what's new and are looking for new things to read as opposed to like, or stay current with what's coming out versus just catching up on or discovering new stuff for the first time. Um, and a lot of times they're hits and sometimes they're misses. This is an absolute hit. Um, this is again, like there was a, a period of time, like two years ago where it seemed like every new book that was coming out, whether it was, you know, image or boom or whatever. It was like a, you know, a dystopian future, you know, just absolute sort of like chaos, nuclear war ridden, you know, future futuristic story. And it, it got to a point where it's like, I can't handle another one of these types of stories. Uh, but it, you know, they've seemed to cool down a little bit. Petrol head um, is, is fucking awesome, man. And the thing that stood out to me first and foremost uh, is the art, right? And, and not so much the, 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 the line art of it, but it, the colors, right? For this being a, 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 a book about sort of this wasteland, you know, dystopian type future, the colors are very bright and it really popped. It really stood out to me. That's something that pulled me you know right in like the line art is is great it's fine like it's you know uh you know it's nothing that's going to just detract me or you know but it, it was the colors that really stood out but it's it's a great story about sort of you know like most dystopian stories are about you got these sort of class structures um with robots and with humans and so you've got these worlds where humans that you've got your bottom rung and your top rung and the same thing with the robots and the story is really sort of broken up into two parts like the first half of it focuses on sort of this this robot character and and describing this world where it's sort of like imagine if draft kings and focus groups like ran the country like <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna you know base you know everything on the popularity of this extreme sport um, you know, and you throw a little WWE in there where things are rigged, like, you know, so it's like it revolves around this robot who's a who's a rate, you know, robots who are race car drivers, because that at the at the time is what's popular. And it was really fascinating to see that. It's where we get sort of introduced to the main robot character and you get his little, you know, sort of origin or not origin, but you get his initial story. And then the second half revolves around a father who's a, a scientist and, and, and his daughter who, you know, has sort of been tasked with, you know, how can we, um, you know, how can we survive, right? Like, they're, they're, they live in these domes because the outside world is toxic, you know, and he's trying to figure it out. And then the way it ends, uh, where those two, you know, the, the robot character and the human character sort of intersect and then how it finishes, it was just really well written. It's a very fascinating story. Um, the, 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 the colors absolutely blew me away because that's not what you expect for this type of story it was you know, very you know very vivid with the with the sort of the uh the oranges and the reds and things of that nature so um love i, I can't wait to read the second issue this first issue did everything it was supposed to do so dibs 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 uh petrol head issue one rob williams uh and pi par wow yeah, this seems uh, that's that's something. Like, especially, I'm always fascinated when it's like the colors are what drew one of us in. It, it like has, I think that 
because we're so we're, we're much more line art driven, which I don't think we're in the minority on that one at all. But I think when like the colors are what really wow us, it just it hits us and it hits us differently, like how we feel about that book, at least off the rip. Well, it's like another book that we'll, we'll mention in a few minutes, the clear or not the clear, but clear, right? From Scott mm-hmm. Snyder and right uh, and uh, Francis uh, Manipal, right? Mm-hmm. The colors in that book are yeah. outstanding, right? Yeah. So I just I love that. It, it's it's not something that gets talked about enough. The, the yeah, and his line art is is freaking outstanding too. Yeah. Um, then from AWA, catch catch your breath, Joe, because uh, you got another book that you want to talk about from uh, AWA that's out this week. Yeah, sure do, sure do. So uh, the madness issue four. So again, like to reiterate, uh, the first issue that dropped several months ago, you know, I declared as my favorite first issue dropped from AWA this year. Yep. Uh, right. This series has been, you know, outstanding. This is something that uh, you know we'll talk about at the end of the year, especially when we we start handing out our awards. Uh, but I I. I was thinking about this. It's very difficult for me to think of a studio this year, a publisher this year uh, that has had a better slugging percentage than AWA. I mean, this is like Barry Bonds on the cream and the clear, you know, uh, slugging percentage esque, right? Batting average, slugging percentage. I mean, everything like across the board, this is, this is a Ted Williams esque, type season they're having you know dimaggio 56 game uh hitting streak so if ryan parrott is listening i'm giving him his sports talk um <laughs> but like the madness is su- it's been such a great series and this issue in particular um because we finally get you know uh a little bit of an origin story to our main character and just why you know you know why she is on this scorched earth revenge tour from the first issue but but this issue gives you more of that little bit of a backstory and really just like like hits you right in that emotional like just where i like to be hit with my comic books right like <laughs> oh like you're rooting for this person right cuz they're not a, they're not a bad character right they're just they're they're out for vengeance, right? They're they're Liam okay. Neeson and Taken, right? They are they're they're going to just destroy everyone in their way that's taken everything from them. And there's there's a moment in this issue with the main character where she, you know, on the cover you see her and she's very demonic looking, and she's like that throughout most of the issue. But she's having this interaction with a character that she intend fully intends to kill, and through the dialogue, you see you know with the art you see that demonic facade drop and bring back to the human character your first and you know or the just like visually you know what she looks like from you know from the first issue and it was like that was just so well done from a from an artistic standpoint but also you know from a writing standpoint as well like it fit and it hit you in the feels uh, this was just an excellent issue. I can't wait. The the the, the penult- This is the penultimate issue. The the it concludes, I believe, the next issue. So, it's it's been a fantastic series. I'm gonna have a very difficult time, um, you know, looking back at the year and picking my favorite AWA series because I really and I mean this honestly, love them all. Been That's, fantastic. Yeah, they've there have been some some pretty kick ass ones. Um, yeah, I, I I haven't thought about that exactly. What one mine might be because that's that's a fair it's a fair point i think i think trojan is still my leader in the clubhouse right now but i need like you've also like read a couple that i haven't had a chance to read that because you've called dibs um but yeah that's uh 
that's an interesting like i i'm, I'm not sure obviously no. red zone's got a, a soft spot in our hearts uh, damn right it does damn yeah. right it does um but uh but anyways but yeah so so wait a minute, i'm sorry how many more issues? is the penultimate issue yeah yeah i believe okay, it's five yeah. issues yeah this is four. so one more and then you can finally talk talk about the show talk about the show after like three months of making me wait um <laughs> then we got uh what do we got from boom this week uh, so I'm just gonna keep talking here. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna lose my voice here. Okay, uh, you know that I'll, I'll I'll run us through. No, this no, 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 Nicholas, Nicholas. I I'm a warrior. I'm a fighter. I can I can do this. And your internet's uh, better, apparently. Yeah, it's way better. I've already had to timestamp several times. You shit the bed. Oh. Uh, we've got House of Slaughter issue 19. Uh, Damn them all issue 10. Uh, Firefly the Fall Guys issue three. Mech Cadets issue four. Abbott 1979 issue two. Uh, we have a trade paperback, Ghost Lore, Volume One, which you discussed on this show last week. Yes, um, sir. So I, well, you know, highly suggest and recommend y'all go pick that up. You're gonna love it. Um, there's number one, which I haven't gotten to yet, but we all know the rule. Boom, number one, you read it, and that is Zawa and the Belly of the Beast, issue one. This is written and drawn. Uh, and I'm sorry, Michael, I'm gonna butcher your voice, Michael. Uh, uh, Dial Dialness. Um, he was the artist on Wind. You know, with, with, oh, with James nice. Tynan, the book I talk about on the show and, and, and that I enjoy. This is also a boom box books, uh, you know, as well. So it's geared towards more young adult. But that doesn't mean uh, that, you know, if, you know, you're just a regular run of the mill, you know, middle aged comic book reader, you wouldn't enjoy it as well. Um, but there's a number, uh, not number one, but there's a book I want to talk about uh, this week. I've mentioned it a few times. Uh, and that is uh, The Hunt for the Skinwalker. Um, and I, I'm going to keep it brief because I don't want to spoil it because I want to talk about it on this show, but this is a book that just keeps getting better and better and better, and I think I mentioned like the uh, the art, I, I can't remember who the artist is, and I apologize, but it's it's got that uh, Sean Phillips, Jacob Phillips, you know, uh, feel to it, you know, it, 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 the like the um, that Texas blood, right, the art mm. on that, it's got that kind of feel to it, and this is creepy, and it took a really good twist um this issue so i can't wait to talk about it. it's been an excellent uh series so far okay nice yeah that's um that's that's some pretty high praise right there uh let's i'll uh blow us through these so we can get to the third week of uh of november because obviously we're doing this in the second week um so from dark horse we got Pena, uh the mummy's curse issue four Count Crowley, Mediocre, Midnight, Monster Hunter, Issue 1. Uh, this is by David Dasmachian, who you may recognize that name because he is uh, an actor. We've seen him in the MCU. We've seen him in uh, – he was in The Suicide Squad. Uh, he was also in um, uh, which Dark He was in Dark Knight as well. He had a kind of mm -hmm. more of a bit role in there, but he was in there as well. Um, he uh, – let's see. So then also we got a couple trades from Dark Horse this week. We've got The World – of Black Hammer Omnibus Volume 2. And then, Joe, you mentioned clear the trade uh, is of that is out this week, of course, by friend of the show, Scott Snyder and uh, Francis Manipal. From IDW, we got TMNT 145, Sonic the Hedgehog 66, TMNT versus Street Fighter Issue 5, Star Trek Defiant Issue 9, Star Trek Picard's Academy Issue 2, Dark Spaces, The Hollywood Special Issue 3, My Little P Pony, Classics reimagined the Unicorn of Odd issue three, and then for trades from IDW, busy week for them. Mm. Sonic the Hedgehog, Knuckles' Greatest Hits, D Dungeons and Dragons, Saturday Morning Adventures, and Transitions. I don't know what that is. Yeah, um, just transitions. Yeah, um, yeah. Don't know, but I figured I'd put it on there. 
No, yeah, um, sure. Skybound. Yeah. We got Dark Ride issue nine, Creep Show issue three, and then the one we're most excited about, Transformers issue two. We do not get those review copies, but very much looking forward to that. And then they're re-releasing the second volume of Invincible this week. Yeah, I, I'd imagine it's going to coincide with uh, you know the show dropping last week. You know, yeah. So why not? Why not capitalize? Yeah, and if you haven't read that series, I talked about it on the show a long, long while back. And the start of that new, the start of the second season was awesome. Titan, we got Scarlet Couture, the Munich Files issue four, Top Cow, we got Destiny Gate issue two, Dynamite, Army of Darkness Forever issue two, Negaduck issue three, Vampirella Dracula Rage issue three, uh, Garbage Pale Kids Trashing Through Time issue two, and then from Source Point Press, we got. Ho, uh, poke, sorry, Pocus Hocus. I almost said the wrong. Uh, Pocus Hocus, issue one by Alan Dunford and Will Radford. Uh, interesting how their names kind of rhyme too. But anyways, um, all right, Joe, take us through, uh, start off with the week of the 15th from Marvel. Yeah, so for uh, November 15th, 2023, the year of our Lord. Uh, that is for Wesley uh, from Marvel. Yeah, now Marvel's back on their bullshit here with the thousand books coming out. But here we go. Um, you think maybe I could say it in one breath? Ooh. Nah, oh, wow. nah, I want the people to hear each title so they can they can they know what's coming. Uh, so we have uh, Fantastic Four issue 13, uh, the Immortal Thor issue four. Ghost Rider issue 20. Very much looking forward to that one. Yeah. As, as well as Daredevil issue three. Uh, we have the Uncanny X-Men issue four, Dark X-Men issue four, Jean Grey issue four. Side note, I'm getting tired with the X-Men stuff here. It's too much. It's too much. I'm going back to just the main title. I they think. do a lot of stuff, man. It is it's, wild. It's a lot. It's a yeah. lot. I mean, I mean they if have... you love it, great. Yeah. But like, man, I can, I can like, I, I, I I, 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 my, my, my brain is too Swiss cheese to keep up with it all. Um, Blade yeah. issue five, uh, Star Wars Doctor Afra issue thirty-eight. Children, this is my this is my point right here. Children of the Vault issue four. I love the first issue. There's been so much X Men stuff. I completely forgot about this title, and <laughs> I'm like issue four. When did issue two come out? Apparently, it came out two, two months ago, three months ago, right? So, oh, you think? these ahead of everybody else too yeah like it's it's insane like we should not be the ones falling behind yet yeah. here we are here we are uh red goblin issue 10 alpha fight issue 4 astonishing Iceman issue 4 so if you're keeping track at home that is one i'll two, count it up three, for you. you go ahead and keep going uh four at least five x-men books uh we have spine tingling spider-man issue 2 black panther issue 6 star wars dark droids issue 4 Star Wars The Mandalorian Season 2, Issue 6. Silver Surfer Rebirth Legacy, Issue 3. Cap Wolf and the Howling Commandos, Issue 2. And then we have um, a slew of number ones here. Uh, so we have Superior Spider-Man, Issue 1, written by Dan Slott with art by Mark Bagley. Uh, we have Star Wars Visions. These are generally one-offs, or one-shots, I should say. Uh, this is uh, written and drawn by Peach Momoko. Oh, nice. Um, we have uh, Deadpool 7 Slaughters. So this one is more of a an anthology issue. We have uh, several writers such as Gail Ooh. Simone, Cullen Bunn, Mark Guggenheim, Cordy Ziegler, Justin Ireland, and then a whole slew of uh, various artists to go along with each story. Um, here's one that I, I, I'm a little interested in. Alien 1. 
written by mm. Declan Shalvey with art by Andrea uh, Bricardo. Uh, in Deep Space spins a world infected by the universe's greatest killers. Most people, sane people, would construct a barrier or would construct a barrier thicker than the hulls of 10 uh, Nostramos and leave it to rot. But where most people see a death trap, Waylon Utini uh, sees the biggest payout in the history of civilization. And if it costs a few human lives to secure, those come cheap here. Corporate corruption, personal betrayals, extraordinary violence, bop, bop, bop. Declan Shalvey, I'm always going to check out his books, no matter what. Um, so that is Alien Issue 1. And then lastly, for Marvel this week, uh, it's not really a, a book. This is more of a collector piece, a coffee table uh, type book. It's Star Wars Return of the Jedi, the 40th anniversary covers uh, by Chris Sprouse. So it's just a, a series of uh, you know uh, covers. Uh, and Chris, I love Chris Sprouse's art. So uh, nice. that might be a fun Star Wars collector's item. So much Marvel stuff. DC, yeah. still a lot, but not not nearly as much. Detective Comics, 1077. Batman and Robin, issue three. Green Lantern, issue five. World's Finest Teen Titans, issue five. Superman Lost, issue eight. Danger Street, issue 11. Wesley Dodds, The Sandman, issue two. The Vigil, issue six. Wildcats, issue 12, which another title that I, I, fallen, I fell way behind on, and I think this is where things are wrapping up. Uh, Looney Tunes 275, and then we got a couple of first issues. We got Speed Force issue one by Jarrett Williams and Daniele DiNiculo, and then Outsiders issue one by Jackson Lansing and Colin Kelly. Um, but uh, I believe Outsiders, there was Batman in the Outsiders, so I, I may check out what, what the team is looking like here. Maybe it is Signal and some of those other characters from before, uh, Cassandra Kane. I'd be interested in some of that, but... I got to get back on some of the DC titles that like I've been reading before mm. I pick up a new DC title. Right, right. But this one, interesting. This one kind of piqued my interest a little bit, um, for sure. The you know, outsiders there. Um, from Image, this is this is a week from Image, man. Yeah. Who, baby, this is a week from Image. So we have Spawn three forty seven, Gunslinger Spawn issue twenty six, Flesh. I always do this. Uh, Fish Flies issue three from Jeff Lemire. The Cull, Issue 4, with uh, Something Epic, Issue 7, Time Before Time, Issue 29, The Forged, Issue 6, Hexagon, Issue 3, D-Cuts, uh, Issue 4, a book I'm really, really, really looking forward to. That's A Haunted Girl, Issue 2. Uh, we have Terror War, Issue 7, Scrapper, Issue 5, Junior Baker, The Righteous Faker, Issue 3. Uh, and before we get to the number ones, Nicholas, this is a book that this is the other book that I'm really, 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 really waiting for. Um, and that is Philadelphia issue 31 making its return after the jaw-dropping uh, end to the last arc. Yes. Uh, where we – where we do we say? Oh, so, okay. If you have not read the most recent arc of Philadelphia, I mean, spoiler warning, but we got an advance – we got to look at the first issue of uh, this new arc, so that's Philadelphia 31 – um, but yeah, again, if you haven't watched it or read it yet, excuse me, I God bless you for dodging the spoilers, but, uh, go ahead and fast forward just for a second. Cause we want to talk about the start of the new arc. Cause we got to look at this, this, uh, this, this issue. Um, and it freaking kicks ass. We have spawn, um, in, we have, we have spawn on the main cover. So obviously, you know, like everybody's going to know, but I do want to note at the end of this, this issue too, Johnny Gatlin. Like that's also a, a title that I've been really excited about. That isn't Rodney's um, 
uh, what do you call it? Substack. So like we're getting to, to meet that character who's also in the Philadelphia universe. But I'll tell you what, man. So we have Jason Sean Alexander doing art here, and, and also Hermione um, Aaron Soup is also involved in this issue again as well. After doing all the pencils, I believe for all of Blast Arc, they have a similar art style. But it's great to see Jason Sean Alexander doing Spawn again. And honestly. Rodney knows what he's friggin' doing with Spawn too. Like, I really like how this is a, a lot about Spawn, the, like Al Simmons, the character, the individual here. Definitely introducing Philadelphia readers to the character a little bit. So there's stuff that like you and I kind of already would know that's brought up. But Rodney does it quickly enough where we're like we're not wasting too much time and in but provides that background and then really shows like who this character is and how he can kind of be a pain in the ass, but he could also be a good ally too. If he decides to ever team up with somebody. Yeah. I, I, I know you've read it and I've got, I haven't read it myself yet, but I can't wait to, to get to this because uh, man, this is, Oh, you again, this, you this read is it yet? It's so good. What the yeah. fuck? Well, cause I did a lot of other shit I had to read, bro. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, really? It's interesting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> interesting. But I just, I mean, this, you know, chips run on Daredevil. Something is killing the children. This is one of the Darth Vader, you know, for Pete's sake. These are some of the books that I've been reading for the longest time and been reading since before we started this program. Um, so this title means an awful lot to me, and I can't wait to pick it back up. This one is going to be, uh, you know, Nick, you know, if Nick didn't sell you right there, I mean, just come on, folks. Get, get caught up on Philadelphia. You, you know, I, I uh, there's some art in this that's like you there's i like there was one splash that i that i like scrolled past as you were talking there and it was like oh man like i'm not even talking about that one it's yeah. really it's really freaking cool yeah. awesome issue um and we got a couple number ones too right uh yes uh so we have <laughs> we have uh geiger uh ground zero issue one uh, so i talked about geiger on did i talk about geiger i talked about geiger I yes think you did yeah, uh, written by Jeff Johns uh, with art by Gary Frank. Uh, this is just a, a, a quick, it's a quickie, uh, two issue origin story. Uh, gives you some more. It's just, you know, takes place, you know, before the events that happened in Geiger. So I'll definitely read this because I love that world. Um, I, I want more from Geiger if we're being honest. Uh, we have Dutch issue zero. I hate when they do this. Just issue, just issue one, please. Yeah, um, you know, that. Uh, written by Joe Casey with art by Nathan Fox, but a book you so deviantly uh, oh. stole from me and called dibs. Nick, see what I did there? Uh, wow. Yeah. Why don't you tell the people what it is? Yeah. So this is James Tynan the fourth and Joshua Hickson's The Deviant, and of course. Who is it lettered by? Hassan Utsman Alau, because the, he's the busiest man in comics right now, and rightfully so. Um, but yes. This is awesome. So if you are, I mean, like if you read horror, you, you're not like everybody who just wants to go and watch horror stuff during the spooky season. You like to read horror shit year round. And obviously James Tynan knows how to write horror. But then we're also moving into the holiday season. And this has a nice mix of the two. And if you've seen the cover, which you probably have if you're on Twitter, I believe you have as well, Joe. But you have this like, character who seems to be middle of like a backwoods kind of highway sort of like a small town highway um he's he's standing there and he's got this mask and it's it looks like he's like a shopping mall santa um with like um like a phantom of the opera 
kind of mask. So it's it's very freaky looking. Um, and uh, you, there's a splash in this issue that's like that's just like whoa, oh man, I absolutely like. I, I really really enjoyed this issue. Um, you're taking a look at a character who you're taking a look at a an idea where like shopping mall Santas are like these kind of untrustworthy, scummy, sometimes really weird individuals. At least that's how they, they can be portrayed. James has taken a look at that in this story and a story that, and this is a tale that's kind of happened in the past, been around for a long time. And just as just when you think you kind of have an idea of like the history of it all, it seems like things kind of got flipped on their head by the end of the issue. I'm like, wait, what the fuck? And we're bouncing around between two different time periods. One's in the seventies, one's in present day. So a 50 year time span. So it's like you get this thing happens in present day that just seems to fuck everything else up that you saw was going on in this issue. So uh, really enjoyed it. And the art here is uh, is is outstanding, too. So um, very creepy. Definitely. Uh, I, I have dibs on it. And, uh, you know, if the first issue is a good indication. This is a book I'll be talking about uh, at some point on here because whew, that was an awesome first issue. Nice. Love that. Uh, I I'm so mad. Uh, but uh it, it's all all's fair right uh so I, I i remember like the first year we started doing the show i tried like really hard to find holiday themed books <laughs> to talk about i, I did yeah. chew at thanksgiving um i did claw right was it claws is it claws, yeah yeah with, with well, claws right? or claws i don't know which claws, what, what you claws, actually call right? it yeah um so like i love i love i kind of missed that we 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 gotten away from that uh, but I wish there was more epi- more issues of this, so you could have talked about it right around Christmas. Because that this is the kind of book like it's perfect because it's a horror book. We're talking about at Christmas time. That, that would um, that would be fantastic. But yeah, that um, would be ideal. But I'm not going to make you wait that long either for next. I love year. I love that you finally get a get a Santa book to read. You know, because uh, you, you missed out. Because yeah, Claus, I did. was fucking fantastic. Yeah, I own it. I haven't. Uh, I, for some reason, I haven't read it. But I, I'm going to find. I'm going to read, read it for Christmas. Read, read it for Christmas. You know. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe, maybe uh just a tease right this is what we call a a major market tease because that's what we are uh maybe you read it and uh, recommend it for the holiday gift guide just saying oh yeah that wouldn't be uh that wouldn't be, yeah because that's that still gets brought up randomly by mora or i see him retweeting somebody else talking about it but yeah, yeah, the, 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 yeah. i mean i've seen the art for for a while it, it looks like a lot of it's fun, fantastic but, it, it, right, it's uh, a fun story uh let's see from uh from, from the month uh, for the uh, sorry for the week of the 15th from awa we got rumpus room Issue three uh, from Boom. We got Dune, House of Harkonnen, issue 11, Sirens of the City, issue five, Coda, issue three, Wild's End, issue six. This is the final issue. And I've been really enjoying this series. I don't know that it's going to be TLDR worthy, but it has been um, an interesting experience for me. Um, Animal Pound uh, Ashcan by Tom King and Peter Gross. And then uh, first issue, we got Lotus Land, issue one by Darcy Van Polgeist, Pol, Pol, um, and Kyle Felipe. Okay, um, so I will, um, I will, I will take us home here, Nicholas. Uh, so we can get to on to week three here. Uh, from Dark Horse, we have the oddly pedestrian life of Christopher Chaos, issue five, and we have Operation Sunshine, issue two, and then a number one from Dark Horse, Space Usagi, issue one. Of course, written and drawn by Stan Sakai. So we had gotten a Space Usagi. 
which was a one shot. And I go, oh, okay. I'd seen a lot of you know hubbub about it, and I read it, and I loved it, and I loved how they took the the current Usagi story and sort of you know dovetailed it with this, uh, and sort of explained why, like, okay, that makes sense. But I guess it was just a great segue to kind of give you plausibility as to why Usagi or Jimbo is in space. Uh, so this is gonna be starting a little series here. So um, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, from IDW, we have Earth Divers issue 12, uh, The Rocketeer, In the Den of Thieves issue 4. And then we have a couple of number ones. We have The Ministry of Compliance issue 1, written by John Ridley with art by Stefano Raphael. And we have Dungeons and Dragons Fortune Finder issue 1, written uh, by Jim uh, Zub with art by uh, Joe Yarrow. Uh, from Skybound, we have The Walking Dead Deluxe issue 77. From Vault, uh, door by door, night by night. Now it says, uh, you know, League of Comics Geeks has seven and eight yeah. issues, seven and eight coming out. I, I kind of think this might be the case because I thought I read about something where one issue was a little bit oversized and they were dropping. So, uh, just be oh. on the lookout. Um, issues seven and eight might be but dropping this week, but chances are it's probably just issue seven. Uh, we have Godfell mm-hmm. issue five. From Malar World, we have Big Game Issue Five. I Issue Four is right there on my GD stack. I meant I had every intention of reading it by today, and I didn't. I'm mad about that. Um, from Ahoy, Captain! No, just Ahoy uh, <laughs> Comics. We have Project Cryptid Issue Three. Now, I read the first issue, loved it. Apparently, missed the second issue. If I can't find it, Newbury Comics tomorrow. I'm going to grab it digitally because I really love the premise of this. So each issue. Uh, has a couple of different sort of cryptid type stories in it um from top cow top cow uh i was i was thinking of the simpsons gag with christopher walken reading uh good night moon cow jumping <laughs> over the moon uh, kids oh, that's, not, that's not bad don't make me remind you about the scooching um <laughs> From Top Cow, uh, we have Antarctica issue five, which I've been reading and absolutely loving. Uh, we have Siphon issue one, written by Moshin <laughs> Ashraf with art by Arish Akanda. You should just uh, do that voice anytime you don't know how to say somebody's name. Right. It covers you perfectly. Um, and then from Dynamite, we have Red Sonia issue five. This is not Savage Red Sonia, written by a friend of the show, Declan, uh, not Declan Chalvey. Um, Who's written? Uh, Dan Pinocean. Jesus Christ. Uh, this is just regular old Red Sonia, issue five. Uh, but there's a book I wanted to mention here. Robert Jordan's Wheel of Time, The Great Hunt, issue one. This is apparently uh, being adapted from book two of uh, the Wheel of Time series. And this is being adapted by Rick Hoskin um, with art by Marcio Abreu. Yeah, that's interesting. I, do you watch that show? Because I do. Uh, I haven't watched the show. I, I've read the first couple books, and oh. um, I, I have I've, I've had every intention of watching the show. But my old man said uh, the show really does not do the book justice at all. And so he was really bummed out about that, which made me really bummed out about it. So that's why I haven't like jumped onto it. But I think I will because I think this is something. This is a book that I'm not like. It's not like Lord of the Rings to me, for example, where mm. if it was so grossly like misinterpreted um, that it would like it would tick me off. Like I could separate it, I think, enough uh, for this series. But because if the show's good enough and engaging, because uh, it's been a long while since I've read the books, I, I'll probably enjoy yeah. it. But that was a bit of a bummer. The Mrs. loved it and I liked it. 
Um, yeah. We didn't, neither of us, I don't, as far as I remember, she didn't read the books. Um, but like that came out around the same time as Shadow and Bone, which I don't mm. remember me raving about that one. But it's like kind of, it's not the same thing, but they felt like they were cousins, um, yeah. you know, in ways to me. And I loved Shadow and Bone. So it was kind of like a step down, not just from like, um, from like a story standpoint, because the story, there was like, the story was interesting, but some of the characters are a little bit more annoying um or just annoying in general where you don't really get that in shadow and bone and just some other things that weren't quite as uh, on the same level um uh, but I'm, I'm excited to watch the second season still uh maybe they, they make some improvements um but again the missus loved it all right let's go to the week of the 22nd okay so 11 22 23 from marvel comics we have the amazing spider-man issue 38 wolverine issue 39 Immortal X-Men issue 17. The Incredible Hulk. Spider-Man? Spider-Man. <laughs> I love to throw that in every now and then. Uh, the Invincible Iron Man issue 12. Uncanny Spider-Man issue 4. Star Wars Bounty Hunters issue 40. Moon Knight City of the Dead issue 5. You you were aghast. Did you want to yes, I cannot believe that Star Wars Bounty Hunters has gone on for this long. I read the first arc and I was like, okay. Like, it didn't do a whole lot. And I still own this, the second trade and I have not given it a look. But, like, that was... I, I remember seeing it. I was like, oh, I, I, and it had been going on for a little bit. And I was like, I, I need to check this thing out. I was like, okay. Like, maybe I need to go back with, like, like just uh, give it another look again. But I, I like to see 40 issues is like... That's huge. I mean, that's, for yeah. Marvel to keep it going that long. Well, it's the same thing with Doctor Afra. It's like in its thirties, I think. That's been going on a shit long, yeah, you know, shit long crazy. time. So yeah, I mean, um, forty is just they got th honestly thirty for Marvel is like is kind of unfathomable. I know we like have this is a big week for like thirties because you have Amazing Spider-Man, Wolverine, and then this, but it's just like still well, le legacy much. titles are one thing, right? Uh, but Star Wars is wildly popular, and and like Darth Vader issue forty two, right? As well, like they. They're cooking with gas here. They're, they're making money on it, or they wouldn't have keep making. You know, they wouldn't keep yeah, going. Yeah. But, mm -hmm. um, but Moon Knight, City of the Dead, issue five. The Sensational She-Hulk, issue two. Avengers Inc. issue three. Captain Marvel, issue two. Uh, now this is something that's driving me a little nuts. I need this to end. Star Wars, <laughs> Dark Droids, D Squad issue. I just need the whole Dark Droids thing to go because it's it's made its way into hey, Darth Vader, and it's driving me bananas. <laughs> Uh, because there's good shit. I just move on from the dark droids. Let's I give me da, 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 da. Yeah. um so we have some issue, we have some number ones uh this week. We have Marvel Superhero Secret Wars Battle World issue one, written by Tom DeFalco with art by Pat Olive. We have Daredevil Black Armor issue one, written by DG uh Chester with art by uh Netho Diaz. Um, and then we have Carnage issue one written by Torin Grobeck with art by um, uh, Per Perez. Marvel's really, really, really trying to challenge me with trying to pronounce some of these uh, names, uh, <laughs> you mm -hmm. know, this week. But I think I did a pretty good job there. Nicholas. Yeah. Well, you don't know why you didn't go back to the walk-in voice. That would have yeah, covered you we, perfectly. We could, you know, I, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to do the dice thing too much, you know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right from dc for the week of the 22nd we got nightwing 108 batman superman world's finest issue 21 superman issue 8 titans issue 5 wonder woman issue 3 justice society of america issue 7 catwoman 59 again another long running title uh from the big two 
Justice League versus Godzilla versus Kong issue two. Did you check out the first issue of this? I did not. I meant to just because it's like, oh, it could be fun, I, I, but I didn't. So I, I, maybe I'll try to squeeze that in uh, before we get to this week. Uh, Green Lantern War Journal issue three. Jay Garrick, The Flash issue two. Hawk Girl issue five. Harley Quinn, Black, White, and Redder issue five. Correct. I, I don't remember if you have watched any of the Harley Quinn show on uh, Max. The cartoon? Or, or, yeah. You yes. I, I, you know, I, I, I haven't watched the latest season that's out. because We're in the new season. Of, we're in the middle Drop. of watching four. Yeah. yeah, it's all done because um, they do week by week release, but it's all done. And uh, it's, I think it's so far it's been the best best season, like in terms of like like laughs, I think, and, and everything about it. Clayface, Bane, and um, uh, who was the little midget guy there? Um, in, in Psycho. The yeah, I loved him. But Bane is, and Clayface are fucking great. They do some they do uh, some funny stuff with Clayface. He's not as prominent in this one, but he they do some funny stuff. Actually, there's he has one like very prominent episode. Actually, there's like one where he's like he has his own storyline. Um, but and then Bane, they got like a there's a I would say overall in this season so far, I'm not done with it yet. There's less Clayface, but there's a lot more Bane. So Bane. Get, yeah, love so, it. Yeah, they're getting a good mix of it. Um, and so uh, then let's see. For first issues, we got Titans Beast Worlds Evolution issue one, uh, written by Bob Haney with art by Bill Molno. And then uh, Batman Offworld issue one by Jason Aaron and Doug Mankey. Yeah, if it's written by Jason Aaron, again, I'm going to give it a peek. Um, even though, like, again, I'm like you, like, I'm reading a thousand Batman titles. I don't need another Batman title to read, but... Jason Aaron's name's attached to it. I'm going to give it a Pixie Poop. Mm. Uh, so, oh, uh, Pixie right. Poop. Well, you're serious <laughs> so, about it. Shit. Yeah, right? <laughs> I, I might just call dibs on it. You know, who knows? Uh, no. So, no, from... No, you rat bastard. <laughs> the week Brad Marshawn, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm going to sleuth with your dumbass. Uh, so, the week of the 22nd. Uh, from Image, we have uh, Tenement Issue 6. Kill Your Darlings Issue 3. Hack Slash, Back to School, Issue 2, Captara, uh, Universal Truths, Issue 4. Um, and then we have a number one. So it's a light week from Image. And again, this is, this is the, you know, this is how Thanksgiving week. You know, Marvel said, and said screw it, we're going to put out 1,000 books this week. But everyone else mm. is taking a more sort of measured approach here. But we have the Holy Roller, Issue 1. Um, now, so there's something here about this book I will mention that there's uh there's a there's a pro and and a, and a con here for me but holy roller issue one uh written by rick remender that's the pro like rick remender is a writer where i see his name on it i'm, I'm gonna read it yeah absolutely um andy sandberg piques my interest uh but joe traham from fallout boy uh i don't need i, I don't need fallout boy you know writing comics now is he the lead singer I, I don't know much about. Fallout I actually Boy. don't know what his role is. I meant to, I didn't because I know out. that Fallout Boy. I love uh, Fallout does, Boy. Does does the the theme song for Spider Man Spider Man and his amazing friends on uh, Netflix? <laughs> uh, not on Netflix on Disney Plus, like the the kid show with Spidey Miles and uh, uh, Spider Gwen, uh, which Swaggins loves. Um, so like I know they so someone in Fallout Boy is a comic book fan. Oh, lead guitarist in that and okay. uh in a backing vocalist. So lead guitarist, I like that. Yeah. But yeah, this is. But we've seen. 
I, See, I don't he, need celebrities writing my comic books. I, just I know, don't. but isn't isn't it? Um, I think it's My Chemical Romance that did. Um, oh God, what's that show that Lauren loves that I can't that I haven't read yet? Uh, Umbrella Academy. That was by like like uh, Panic at the Disco. Jeez. Um, what did I just say? My Chemical Romance. Like I think I think that like the there's like two two brothers or something like that. Oh, and obviously no that shit. was a big hit series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I I, oh, I okay. feel more so like. Joe, like not that obviously Fallout Boy is a huge deal. I love Fallout Boy. What I was, well, what I was gonna say is this is a perfect, this is a perfect case. This is so two things, two lessons can be learned here, or one let right. Don't judge a book by you know the writers on the cover, <laughs> um, and two, a good opportunity. You read it, report back to me. Okay, right. All right, I'll take first crack at it. Yeah, but I, I like where it's where it's a, a he's a celebrity. Joe Truman, but like not on the same level as Andy Samberg. I feel more confident about his impact on this than Samberg. As much as Samberg is a writer in his own right, right, um, right, right. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, this is like this when I saw this was announced. It was all about like Remender's doing a book with Samberg. Like I didn't even know Truman was in on this till we yeah. were getting ready for the solicit. So this is uh, I, I'm so just a real quick um, thing on the um a synopsis so the these three get together to write a comic about a vigilante hero who smashes people's face with a bowling ball and everyone's dreams have come true um to care for his ailing father pro bowler levi cohen is forced to quit his dream job and return to return to his hometown which he soon discovers has been overrun by neo-nazis uh with only his bowling ball collection to defend himself levi becomes the holy roller a trick bowling, a trick bowling ball wielding Jewish superhero battling to liberate his home and bowl a perfect game against crime. So, I mean, it's definitely trying to get some comedy mixed in here. I, I don't know. Like, we'll we'll see. We will see. Um, I, I'm going to be checking it out. This will either be like fantastic, or yeah. it's going to be high kicking hamster karate book, whatever. Uh, so, uh, oh God, I, I I think I got rid of that got- on our. Uh, I got rid of it on here. Uh, something adolescent radioactive black belt hamsters. Yeah. Wow. It's either it's either, it's either going to be that, uh, or or this is going to be like hidden gold, right? Like <laughs> yeah. With now, remember is not going to let something like radioactive hamsters get no. out there. Uh, but it all it's all it all depends, right? Like is is remember like there to like like when we had you know Declan Chalvion, right? Like you know some of the book he's been co-writing where. It's got his name, but he pretty much just steps back and he gives ideas and, but he's like, he's there, you know, uh, to really let his, you know, let the partner flourish and, and yeah. get their writing experience and stuff like that. Is this a case with Remender where he's just like, okay, I'm letting these two guys write it and I'm just going to make sure that it doesn't look no like way. it's written by a six-year-old or like how much input does he have? Cause how the, the amount of input that he has will really determine the, the success yeah. of this book. And that's not to put down Andy Sandberg and, and, and Joe Trauman, uh, but like writing skits and writing songs is not the same as writing comic books. No, right. 100%, 100%. So, you know, we'll see It's Like I said, this is either going to be, it, there's not going to be any happy medium with this. It's I either going to be hysterically awesome or hysterically bad. Yeah. <laughs> so report back. My friend. Out. I will yeah. absolutely. Uh, hopefully, I'll be calling dibs on this one. Um, from Skybound, we got Void Rivals issue six, Universal Monsters, Dracula issue two, which Joe had very high praise after the first issue. From Boom, we got Mighty Morphin Power Rangers issue one fourteen and the Expanse Dragon Tooth issue seven. 
Uh, what do we, you want to take us through these other ones? Because there is one book that I want to dig into uh, towards the end of this week. Okay, you got it, my friend. This is picking each other up. I love that. Uh, from 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 Dark Horse, we have Star Wars Hyperspace Stories issue eleven, Black Hammer the End issue four. You gotta stop doing the goddamn dashes. Do the vertical lines like I do. Oh man. no, I'm sorry. I yeah. forgot you didn't like Jesus that. I'm Christ. so sorry. You know, I'm an old man. I like, don't feel that bad, everybody. Yeah, but I'm no. sorry, Joe. I'm so yeah. sorry. I'm not that sorry. Yeah. We have giant robot Hellboy. Did I glitch out again? Sorry. You did. Ahead. I, I time-stamped it. You God like, damn it. Not again. Oh, no. You, you sound like shit. I don't know what it is. Maybe, maybe that's just your voice. Uh, Fuck you, Joe. <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> Giant Robot Hellboy issue two. Uh, from the World of Minor Threats, the Alternates, issue three. Cyberpunk 2077, XOXO issue two. Killer Queens two, issue three. And then we have a couple of number ones. Is there anything you want to talk about in this selection of uh, books, Nicholas? No, I don't think okay. so. There were some that like it seemed so. interesting, but I think it was Lunar, Lunar Lodge issue one and Moral Terror. I might check out, but not enough that I want to okay. dig into them. Well, let me rip through these real quick. Then. So we have Lunar Lodge issue one written by Tyler uh, Marcia with art by uh, Mirko Kolak. We have Mortal Terror. Written by uh, issue one, written by Christopher Golden, uh, Tim Lebin, with art by Peter uh, Berting. Uh, we have Quick Stops, volume two, issue one, written by Kevin Smith, with art by Ahmad uh, Rafat. And then from IDW, we have Star Trek, issue 14, uh, Bryn Moore, issue five, Dark Spaces Dungeons, issue two. Very much looking forward to this. Uh, we have Dark Spaces, good. Dark Spaces Good Deeds issue six. Um, and then they're reissuing uh, TMNT, The Last Ronin issue three, because again, you can't squeeze enough blood from that stone for fuck's sake. Um, give it a rest. Let it be. I was oh, turning into an ASMR show. Yes. Okay. Um, and then we have Adam's Family, uh, Char- uh, Charlton's Web issue one, written by Leah Williams with R. Charlton's Web. Oh, what did I say? Charlotte's Web? Charlton's 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 like Charlton's chew Burma why'd you say Burma I panicked <laughs> you you take us home dipshit okay the Riven queen issue five I'll tell you what that would be a book that I could I, I would try I, I could try and do a whisper episode for the Riven queen that'd be the perfect one to do it for. oh for fuck's sake yeah you get good key oh, fun for that one fucking like spine I don't know what just okay. happened. Nick uh, just went. Uh, uh, Conan the Bar- <laughs> Am I back now? What is going on? Anyways, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Conan the Barbarian issue five from a uh, Titan Robotech Rick Hunter issue three. And then for the number one that they have out that week, Forgotten Runes Wizards Cult issue one. Ruins. From Dynam. Ru- what? Ruins. Oh, okay. <laughs> Well played, Mauer. Uh, let's see. From Dynamite, we got Gargoyles, issue 11. Disney Villains, Hades, issue 4. King Kong, The Great War, issue 4. Pathfinder, Wake the Dead, issue 4. Then from Source Point Press, we got Franklin and Ghosts, issue 4, which is the follow-up series to Franklin and Bash, which was going to be the next show on uh, – I've heard it both ways, right? I believe so, yes. Nice. Yeah. Uh, and then we got Seance Room, Harry's Opus, issue one. This is written and drawn by Penn Templesmith, who was the artist on uh, 30 Days of Night. Um, and then we got Distillery, who we, we only you know, they only have so much that they're putting out right now. What? Real quick. Distillery. 
your content is awesome. Your books are too fucking big. They're mm. black label size books. Mm-hmm. Too big. Too big. I can't put them. I can't put them in a long okay. box. I can't board and bag oh. them. They're too big. Make them smaller. Standard issue. Please and thank you. Okay. All right. Uh, well, we got Somna issue one, which I am calling dibs on this series. Uh, this is written by Becky Cloonan, and it is drawn by Tula Lotte. And I just put out one of the covers from Tula Lotte for um, Sirens of the City boom, from Boom Studios. And uh, God, I just her art is, is friggin' outstanding, man. I don't think you need to hear it from us, but if you haven't checked your stuff out before, you're missing out. Um, but uh, so uh, Becky Cloonan and Tula Lotte, both writing and drawing a career career own project for the first time, set amidst the terrifying backdrop of the witch hunts in a quiet 1600s English village. Somna follows one woman's descent into an erotic escape from the confines of her pu- uh, puritanical world. I'm in. I mean, yeah. I don't need, I don't need any more than that. This sounds outstanding. I, like I said, I have dibs on this one. Uh, I, I like, I saw the cover and I was like, Oh, and then it's like, Oh yeah, that's too little Tay. I'm, I'm in, I'm in like, it, yeah. it doesn't always happen with me and artists necessarily. Um, but whew, man, that this looks so. And, and I think she's writing a series for distillery too. Mm. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I could be mistaken, but I don't think I am. But I think, I think she's very heavily involved with what they're doing over distillery. I bet you are mistaken. Mm, I would double check that. They're about to um, be taken. Okay. What? <laughs> what? Huh? Uh, but anyways, I love what they're doing. They just need to make their books smaller um, because they're just too damn big. Um, so anyways, wrapping up the November solicit. Uh, we are in week five. This is uh, November 29th of uh, 2023 from Marvel. So they went light, light, heavy week. Now they're light again. So, you know, figure it out, Marvel. Will you? Come on. Um, a lot of number ones, though. Uh, we have Moon Knight issue 29, Miles Morales Spider-Man issue 12, Predator versus Wolverine issue 3, Captain America issue 3, uh, Miss Marvel, The New Mutant issue 4, Realm of X issue 4. That's another X-Men book I fell off of because it's just got too many fucking X-Men books. Hmm. Uh, Marvel Zombies, Black, White, and Blood issue 2, uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi issue 3, and then a slew of number ones here. We have X-Men Blue Origins issue one. Uh, now, I just spent, you know, the entire fucking solicit bitching about too many X-Men titles, but this one's written by Simon Spurrier, so worth checking out. Um, I'm going to be very selective about my X-Men titles, and if Simon Spurrier is writing it, I'm going to be checking it out. Uh, we have The Amazing Spider-Man Gang War First Strike issue one, written by Zeb Wells with art by Joey Vasquez. Uh, we have Spider-Woman issue one written by Steve Fox with art by uh, Corolla uh, Borelli. And then we have uh, two number ones. I'll just hit on this one real quick because this really isn't an issue one. Um, <laughs> it, it's just a, it's a one shot in celebration of, a, of an old character. So this is Howard the Duck issue one written by my chip, uh, Chip Zdarsky with art by uh, Joe um, Kionis. Um, and again, this is a 50th anniversary of this character um, in this all new one shot. Chip, of course, uh, wrote a Howard the Duck series um, a ways back, which I actually want to read because I heard it was really good. Maybe it'd be a fun title to talk about um, on the program. Uh, but then you have a Luke Cage book you wanted to mention real quick. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. I forgot this got mentioned. As soon as I saw this, I was yeah, like, me Luke too. Cage gang war. Okay, wait a minute. Luke Cage. And then I saw the cover. I was like, hmm. 
I feel like we know something about this. And like, is this Rodney? And it's yep, it is Rodney Barnes, Luke Cage, Gang War issue one. Uh, the artist on this series is Ramon Box. Uh, Gang War first strike in the wake of the anti vigilante act. Luke Cage has been trying to save the city from behind a desk, but a meeting with old friend Danny Rand reminds him of the good old days when problems could be punched in order to solve them. As New York descends into a gang war, Luke must use every power he has to protect the innocent and save the city. I'm in. I mean, Rodney Barnes, in general, I'm, I'm going to want to give it a look. Um, but him and Luke Cage, man, this sounds like it's going to be really cool. Yeah, he's he's going to be he's going to be tremendous with this character, I think. Um, just, you know, and I, and I love to see him. He's doing some stuff for DC. I think that's, that's awesome because he's definitely been doing some stuff at Marvel um, and, of course, Image and all that. So, uh, great... Uh, did I say DC? No, he's still Marvel. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. You know, but I'll, you know, I'm going to go into DC know, right now. It's but. been a long fucking day, Nicholas, but here we yes. go. Yes. Yeah. Uh, let's see. DC, we got Detective me. Comics 1078, Action Comics 1059, Green Arrow issue 6, The Flash issue 3, Harley Quinn 34, Batman Brave and the Bold. Uh, I don't know why there's no freaking number there, but whatever. The Penguin issue four, Power Girl issue three, Alan Scott, the Green Lantern issue two, Batman Beyond, Neo Gothic five, City Boy issue six, Cyborg issue five, Steelworks issue six, Amazon's Attack issue two, and then we got a pair of number ones, Titans Beast World issue one by Tom Taylor and Ivan Reese. This has been getting quite a bit of hype, um, but also we're getting Batman 89 Echoes issue one, uh, by Sam Ham and uh, Joey Canones, Canones, uh, the same, the same artist uh, from the Howard the Duck special. Um, yeah. Again, not something you're checking out, right? No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm out on these. It's yeah, uh, I'm all set just, too. yeah, just trying to capitalize on for nostalgic purposes. So, mm-hmm. I don't know, not, not my cup of tea. Right. Um, but from Image, uh, Undiscovered Country 27. When was the last time an Undiscovered Country book came out? I feel like an issue has been coming out like once every six months. Uh, for a series, okay. it had been rolling pretty steadily for a, a while. Um, but anyways, mm-hmm. Undiscovered Country issue 27. What's the furthest place from here? Issue 16. No one issue 7. Holy cow. Uh, issue 6, mm-hmm. the podcast accompanying it. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Love how they handled it. Um, Local Man issue seven, Swan Songs issue five, Kaya issue thirteen, Eden one issue two. Very much looking forward to that one as oh. well. Poor Evil issue four, The Schlub <laughs> issue four. You, you gotta stop. Doing, that is just fucking <laughs> weird and awkward when you do that, Nicholas. Uh, and then Quest issue four, uh, and then we have an issue. Uh, we have a number one, Crave number one, written by Amari uh, Lovett. Uh, Nicholas, take us through the next few here. Yeah. All right. Let's see if the internet holds out just a little longer for us. So firepower issue 29 comes out from Skybound the week of the 29th. This is wrapping up at issue 30. I actually read the first volume of this on my honeymoon and I'm planning on getting in on all this. So we'll see if I can, I can catch up uh, for the finale. Like I kind of like what I did with, um, what was it back in the day? Breaking bad. I did it breaking bad back in the day. Um, but anyways, uh, from boom, we got something is killing children issue 35, Grim issue 15, Alice Never After issue 5, and Slow Burn issue 2. What a week for Boom. Mm-hmm. And then we also got a first issue. Uh, we got some more Berserker. Um, Fallen Empire issue 1 by Mattinson, Tomlin, and of course Keanu Reeves. The artist on- smart. Got out. <laughs> the artist on this is Rebecca Isaacs. Uh, from Dark Horse, we got Drive Like Hell issue 2 from Rich Duick and Alex Cormack, which we talked about on the show a while back. 
Um, and obviously, we've talked about some titles. Obviously, we've talked about Cormac a lot. And we're talking about Duick more and more as well uh, for some of the stuff he's done at IDW. Speaking of which, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Saturday Morning Adventures issue 7 is out from IDW this week. Uh, My Little Pony issue 19. And Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles The Last Runner, another re-release issue 4, uh, supposedly. The from trade Vault- is out. Just re- go read the fucking trade. Agreed. Uh, yeah. Vault End After End issue 9. Something Crawled Out issue 2, which that sounds like an interesting title. I might need to go and find that first one. <laughs> Let um, me links. And then, uh, then we got Barbaric, Wrong Kind of Righteous, issue one. I, you guys all know I friggin' love Barbaric. This is a double-sized one-shot uh, by Michael Morisi, uh, who's the creator of the co-creator of Barbaric. And then the artist is Nicholas Eames. Um, but this is, we're, we're meeting another talking weapon. This one's called Flail, which I believe is kind of like a, um, a mace sort of. Uh, yep, there's the, uh, the ball, thing. the spiked ball with the chain. Ball and chain, yeah. Is that, is, that what you, that's, is that a mace or no? Mace is like a rod with like a ball and spikes at the end of it, right? Yeah, maybe. I can't remember. There's so many. It's the uh, thing that the, the Witch King has in um, Return of the King. I know that. Yes. Uh, the Swaggins is, is telling us that we need to cut the show. So I'm going to take us through these last few real quick. A Blaze, Almost Dead, Issue 2, Dynamite, Darkwing Duck, Issue 10, 007 for King and Country, Issue 6, Savage Red Sonia, Issue 2, which we're both reading, King Kong, The Great War. Like Nick's just like, I'm out. All right, we're yeah. done.